Welcome to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. Hello, my name is Joe, and uh, my pod is the cast kind of weapon. I'm back. Shut I'm bring. I'm bring. Up. I'm bringing. I'm bringing it back. The much much loved by at least me joke bit. I didn't want to start this episode off immediately on a bummer note because I know where it's going. <laughs> And it's going to a bummer note. So there's my one ounce of levity brought to the table. Thank God, because this is uh, probably going to be rough skis. Yeah, just a heads up if like uh, our previous episodes where we dig into some of the uh, uh, sketchy problematic shit that uh, has been in Fall Out Boy songs before. This one is up there. I don't know if I would say it's the worst one just because I my memory is failing me on yeah, previous ones. Yeah, I also ones. still think that you will shoot your eye out is the worst. Yeah, I, I yeah, I I I think I've just kind of wiped it from my mind in black style cuz I'm like I I'm like I don't remember it being that bad, but that's because I I don't remember any of it. This this song My Heart is the Worst Kind of Weapon is a B-side that's floating around in a couple places. It's on the deluxe version of Cork Tree uh justifying it at the bottom of my ranking of fall of boy albums uh and it's also there's an acoustic version on the acoustic ep that title is escaping e now my heart will always be the b-side of my tongue that's what it is it's a lot of my heart things on this yeah lots of lots of hearts so the 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 ep came out in 04 which means the acoustic demo was there and then they made the full band demo that ended up on Cork Tree in 05, or whenever that deluxe... I'm assuming the deluxe came out the same year, probably? Probably? I don't know. Um, I know I bought the deluxe, like, years later, and I so I actually have heard this song before today, because I was listening to it, and I was like, this sounds really familiar, and I was like, but this is off that B-side thing that I haven't really listened to. And then I, when I saw it on Genius, they were like, yeah, it was on the deluxe edition, and I was like, ah, that's why. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I'm assuming I've heard it before on Shuffle at some point, but it also just kind of sounds to me that like the 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 melody within it just kind of has a familiarity catchiness to it. I I would go so far as to say this is one of the more musically interesting songs on Cork Tree. Uh, I just yeah, I you think about for a second how how rough the lyrics get, and I just I just check the fuck out. Yeah, also, like, I don't know, the acoustic is fine. I think I just don't really vibe with, like, acoustic fallout boys super well, because, like... Yeah, it's not their strong suit. As soon as they play something acoustic, my eyes just, like, glaze over. I, I think Young Volcanoes is the closest they've gotten to uh, fitting in the acoustic tones with their their sensibilities and their sounds. Um, but yeah, early stuff, early stuff is all about that crunch and that fuzz. It does not translate well. Although, I do think, even still... That acoustic is probably the better acoustic Fall Out Boy like version I've heard of a song, just because I think the actual chords I think translate the mood of the song pretty well. Like I, I do think it they they do a good job conveying the tone of the song. The the, the kind of thing that they get really great on, uh, or, or really great at on uh, the next record, Infinity on High. This is like despite being a b-side that i think is a uh, morbidly atrocious um i i think it is from a musical songwriting point like kind of an interesting thing to look at patrick's melodies are really strong yeah i just like i just genuinely like 
I could not tell you anything about the music of this. Did you only listen to the acoustic version or did you pull up the the demo on the on I only listened to the acoustic one because that was what came up on Spotify and I was like mm. They are they are both there. I think you can I mean the the only real difference is that it's like electric and there's drums and shit. It's like Let me no... listen to that real quick. Yeah, this is the Okay, so I have heard this. This is the version that I've heard. Yeah, I'll say definitely better with not just acoustic oh yeah 100 percent. i like this version of it a lot better and i think it definitely is like i think you're right it's definitely more interesting <laughs> that said though i still don't have super strong feelings on the music but i don't have super strong feelings on the music of most of cork tree so yeah this is like a weird outlier for me in that instance um i think the there's a line in the chorus that i don't like at all the words in it but like the the way patrick delivers it is like uh an atrocious earworm earworm like i can already kind of like see myself just like not like brain completely turned off like singing along to while doing something else and then like the the second i think about it i'm like oh no this is a very slut shamey lyric eject it eject it please that's that's the that's really an early fallout boy curse it's just like the uh I don't remember if it was on this podcast or something else. I was talking to somebody recently about like the ethics of singing along to things that you shouldn't. Um, <laughs> and uh, I feel that way with Fall Out Boy a lot being like, I don't like these words, but also it is because of the, the actual sounds. It is satisfying to replicate them along with the song. Yeah. But yeah, I early Fall Out Boy just be shaky. <laughs> Yeah, real uh, real hit or miss. They have songs about how their friend Chris is just real good to them and how much they mm-hmm. love him. And then they have songs about like, I hope you're hope you get in a car crash and are uh mortally wounded, if not fatally. <laughs> or the shit on this song. Should we do the lyrics, Joe? Should we just bite the bullet? Gotta get into it at some point. It ramps up. It, I don't think it's it. It starts shaky and it just gets worse and worse. Though. Yeah, it definitely go. just like continues to escalate. Um, I don't remember who went first last time. Would you like me to go first this time? Sure. I've never once kept track between episodes. Normally, I can remember at least vaguely. That's but wild. My brain is running on like two brain cells that are uh need to unionize. So. <laughs> It is it is both wild that you retain that from week to week or for or across two weeks sometimes. Uh and it is more wild, I think, that I'm figuring it out now. Oh yeah. I mean I don't ever bring it up because like I don't know. This is like weird and I you could probably cut this out, but like I remember a lot of weird like detail stuff and it tends to like kind of weird people out, so I just like don't draw attention to it. Oh, I can completely relate to that. I do that too. It is for this show, I am so this this show does not I, I don't remember who went last between episodes. I might remember within the episode, but I completely relate to knowing a lot of information and not revealing it because it might seem weird. I do that all yeah. the time. Yeah. I just little details stick in my head, so I remember who went last and Ext- extremely valid. Shit like that. But anyway, um so the first verse goes. I spent most of last night dragging this lake for the corpses of all my past mistakes. Sell me out the jokes on you. We are salt and you are the wound. Empty another bottle and let me tear you to pieces. This is me wishing you into the worst situations. Uh, I'm the kind of kid that can't let anything go. 
but you wouldn't know a good thing if it came up and slit your throat. So yeah, it starts pretty aggressive. Yeesh. Yeah, like even in the the mic the microcosm of that verse, like it starts and just like it amps itself up within the verse. Cuz I there's there's parts where I'm like, okay, the we are the salt, you are the wound. Rough, but yeah. It's a little it's like a little uh separated from physical acts of violence and then it's just like empty another bottle and let me tear you to pieces all right getting worse wishing you into the worst situations again extrapolated but like a bad look and then yeah that's i feel like that's where it really starts to get like not good so when you're actively wishing for someone to be in the worst situation you're not yeah it's not even like describing a situation that is bad you are saying the worst which like not describing it then leads the listener or reader to think, well, what is the worst? Is it death? Is it a fate worse than death? Like, I I don't even want to know what the worst thing is in Pete's head in two in the year two thousand four two thousand five. I will specify the date range. Yeah, I do like the. I spent most of last night dragging this lake for the corpses of my past mistakes because I'm like a goth bitch. But yeah, I think that's like that's a solid uh metaphor for that but then it just it real it just immediately starts to to buckle down yeah it immediately gets not good from there well it's a it's a it's a pivot too because like reflecting on past mistakes is like focused on the self and then it very quickly pivots to we are doing things to i i i am writing this with the intention of negatively infecting someone someone else who has wronged me in some way i don't even think it specifies like sell me out the jokes on you is the closest i think it gets to like anything the the other party has done wrong it's really just aggressive from from the jump yeah it really doesn't take much time to get into it it just kind of eats itself into being bad yeah it's just uh, right right into the deep end of the lake aforementioned mm-hmm. like sell sell me out doesn't really get specific to what the other person could have done right away. So we're starting with the aggression. We're not contextualizing it up top. And then like uh, dragging the lake for mistakes. We're, we're starting with Pete having fucked up and then getting into like aggressiveness to another party rather than like. Yeah, I like that. It's like I fucked up. I did a bad, but really fuck you. And it's like, yeah. um, okay. No connective thread, no justification, just, uh, you could even rearrange lyrics in this song to make it slightly more, at least, uh, narratively cohesive, even if, like, it sucks. I don't think there's, like, salvaging this necessarily, but you could at least make it into, like, a fucked up story. Yeah, well, there's sometimes with, like, Fall Out Boy songs, especially where, like, things will be further contextualized later in the song like verse two mentions your remorse has fallen on deaf ears it's like okay so the other party has apologized and it's not good enough for you you said so many aggressive like like physically violent aggressive things way before that and i i don't know i i I think there's a line on whether or not uh in in some narrative lyrics or, or songs that doesn't matter like there's a there's an there's something that comes interesting with uh revealing information later in a piece but in this instance i think it sucks yep i agree 
but the the pre-chorus is some real pretty woe-o's from our boy mm-hmm. Patrick. Really starting to work that upper register. Can't wait for the next record. Ray does it better. Uh, but I will <laughs> read the shorter verse two, which is, Your remorse hasn't fallen on deaf ears, rather ones that just don't care. Because I know that you're in between arms somewhere, next to heartbeats, where you shouldn't dare sleep. Now I'll teach you a lesson for keeping secrets from me. I hate this. So even, like, then it becomes more grounded in the the wrong that was done to him. But the quote-unquote wrong. Sure, yeah. Well, I, I cheating sucks. If like that's my thing with it is that the speaker is an unreliable narrator. One hundred percent. And so, like, yeah, cheating sucks. But like, did the person cheat, or are you just pissed that there was someone else? It's it's hard to say. Uh, it, I extremely unreliable narrator to infidelity. But like, reading Gray has made it so much. Yeah, grayer I don't trust that bitch as far as I can throw him now. Yeah, and it's like. It's it's such a messy, nuanced conversation that, like, will never be black and white. Because, like, yeah, cheating sucks. Uh, sometimes people cheat because abusive relationships. You don't have any other, like, real outlet. And that's, like, yeah. a huge, messy gray area. Does not negate that it is a hurtful thing. Just this yeah. weird Well, and also, like, cheating is bad, but also, like, that doesn't... I don't think it warrants being, like, not physically at all. threatened. No, no, absolutely not. So, like... Which I know isn't what you're saying, but, like... Yeah. <laughs> it was the point I would I would circle back to, is, like, even all of that being true, uh, this this song is, is threatening physical violence, or, or at, at least wishing... Like, alluding to the threat of physical violence. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's so, like... Uh, this is, I think, the first, the, 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 some of the worst, uh, direct lyrics we get on it, of it, but, like, a lot of times, like, I'm wishing for bad things to happen, not, like, I will enact them myself with my own hands, but even this song, like, in verse three, really gets the closest of, like, I am hoping the song I am writing pushes you to a dark, dark place, and that, I mean, that's, that's, that's violence as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, like, like actively going out of your way to make someone feels like feel like shit like is bad i am in your very popular pop band yeah like using your 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 fucking platform and your band with your friends to aggressively target someone emotionally like so pretty fucked up even even in the the lowest points which you know we know pete was it still sucks this song is still on spotify in two different places and on youtube and uh you know, it's the same spiel we go through with all the, the roughest of the Fall Out Boy lyrics. But yeah, I mean, literally, uh, I'll teach you a lesson for keeping secrets from me. Sucks pretty bad. And they don't have the Coheed excuse where, oh, it's, uh, it's a comic book. And then you, you'd think about it for like a second longer and the comic book is like uh, based on certain things within Claudio's life. And that's still continually fucked up. But yeah, that aside, next up is the chorus. Yes, it says, take your taste back, peel back your, I almost said your spin, that's not right, peel back your skin, and try to forget how it feels inside, ew. Um, You should try saying no once in a while, no once in a while, take your taste back, peel back your skin, and try to forget how it feels inside. You should try saying no once in a while, no once in a while. That seems slut-shamey to me. It's extremely slut-shamey. 
that that's the line I was talking about where I was like, the way Patrick sings, you should try saying no once in a while, is like so catchy because Patrick's very good at singing. But the words suck shit. Uh and I never even considered you uh you you made the you line at a at try to forget how it feels inside. I didn't even consider that as being more of an innuendo. Oh, I was thinking of I didn't think of it as an innuendo, actually. I thought of oh. it as, because I'm a gross horror person, I thought of it as try to forget how your skin feels like the inside of your skin oh. feels. Also a valid Which to reading. me is, I think they're both just really bad and gross. Sure, I mean, yeah, this, there's no, there's no uh, positive reading of this song unless you are a sociopath. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 you know, in a vacuum, I think taste your ta- take your taste back uh that's fine that's a good lyric in a vacuum in a better context it's it reminds me of like uh taste of you only sweeter just like Mm -hmm. i don't know that that's it but then it yeah pivots very quickly into peel your skin back which or peel back your skin which i don't even know what that could be a metaphor for if it wasn't literal it sucks uh how i forget how it feels inside i guess could be read multiple ways and then yeah the saying no once in a while is it's very slut shammy. I don't I can't think of another way to contextualize that within this song. A, a song that mm-hmm. is assumably talking about cheating or an ex being with someone else very quickly after I could see it being that way. Uh but regardless of what thing happened, uh none of the violence is justified. And I don't think anything no. could justify it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I I think it's just it it it's just bad, I think. Mm-hmm. Very catchy. Musically yeah, well written. Like, they're they're it's, talented it's, in that it, aspect. It's boppy, but like mm. At what cost? Yeah, like truly at what cost? <laughs> we uh we haven't uh we haven't pulled out the old questionable bop. This is like beyond questionable. Th- this is this is to go further beyond for sure. Like we know the answer to the question. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. As I was going to say, this is this is fur- so beyond questionable. Uh, I I just realized, oh, we haven't actually said that in a while. That used to be a thing we said all the time. We we have evolved, but anyways, if that wasn't, <laughs> I I do think verse three is the worst of it, and I do believe it is my turn to read it. But it says, "And did you hear the news? I could dissect you and gut you on this stage. Not as eloquent as I may have imagined, but it will get the job done." And you're done. Every line is plotted and designed to leave you. And this is the roughest part of it. I am prefacing that. Uh, Every line is plotted and designed to leave you standing on your bedroom window's ledge. And everyone else that it hits, that it gets to, is nothing more than collateral damage. Jesus fucking Christ, Pete. Holy shit. Bro. Bruh. I don't even know where to start because uh, the first half of the, of the verse also uh, sucks pretty bad. This is, this, I mean, this is definitely the closest to a very direct uh, I, the speaker, will be doing the violence, I think, has happened. 
like I don't remember Yule, which you 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 go back to as a rough one. But uh, holy shit, goddamn, what the fuck? <laughs> as far as far as I know, nothing has ever actually happened. And you know, we we talk when we do our uh, our, our our episodes that talk about this stuff. Like, eh, shit's better now, but Jesus Christ, goddamn, two thousand four, two thousand five, what was wrong? I mean, I know some things that were wrong, but you released this song and it is still available. And that is wild. Yeah, I mean, well, because that's like what Paramore did with Misery Business is they just said flat out, like, that song is slut shamey and shitty and we don't want to play it anymore. It's that easy. Like, that's literally what they did. Yeah. Like, like Haley Williams was just like, I have grown as a person. I am an adult now and I realize this song is pretty fucked up. We're not going to play it anymore. Yeah. And that's good. That's good. Haley Williams, she's good, as I'm far as I know. Big fan. From my understanding, big fan. Yeah, from what I know of Haley Williams, <laughs> solid lady. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of another example. Um, like, I know the, the Wonder Years have stopped playing mm-hmm. certain songs. There, some of their early songs were very, like, uh, like, they're all, or not they're all, but, like, some of the guys are straight edge, and they had some songs that were, like, uh, there's, like, a weird elitism that comes from, like, that and being like uh people are arguing about whether or not they use substances recreationally and just like a weird like uh aggressiveness in some of those songs and like yeah they don't play those anymore they don't like as far as like i think i saw something recently where dan was like yeah i haven't done anything to break edge i just don't talk about it because it's like i don't want to be an asshole about it and it's like cool (laughs) that easy yeah like it's literally just not that hard to not be a dick yeah or like, because everybody's a dick. Everybody's done fucked up things. Yeah. But you just like no one's say, perfect. hey, I realize now that that was fucked up. I'm sorry for doing that. I won't do it anymore. And then you don't do it anymore. Yeah. And maybe in their own quiet way, like, I mean, their songwriting has changed. Um, They don't make as aggressive, monstrous shit like this anymore. But as, I mean, and they never played it. So I don't know if that like. I don't I don't think I've ever seen like a public statement where they were like, hey, you know, like that song in particular, some of the stuff was messed up. It just seems like they're just kind of like if, if if any of that is there, it's just internal as far as I have witnessed uh, and, and looked for. They've never like written a song about how uh, their early stuff has messed up. I know plenty of artists have addressed like and especially like Fall Out Boy is a never. Uh, you know, shied away from discussing themselves in a meta context and writing songs about their own career. Uh, but hmm, that's a concept. That's a concept that's never quite snuck their way uh, into a released song. So yeah, I just I want them to just like publicly own literally just anything. Like, I want, just <laughs> I want Fall Out Boy to be publicly owned. <laughs> like I don't even want that. I just want them to <laughs> say. Like, hey, this was, we were kind of shitty before. We're gonna, like, we've been trying to be less shitty, but, like, you know, that this happened, so we just want to acknowledge that, and, like, we're in a different place now. I looked up Fall Out Boy apologizes, and the first result is, like, hey, sorry that Centuries was, like, played so much. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, like... Well, they did owe me personally apology for that, but... Specifically on ESPN. Yeah, anything like sports or video game related. It centuries was everywhere. Was way too much on. Um, so yeah, that is something worth apologizing for, but also apologize for being scary fuckers. Yeah. As far as I know, they have 
lived better lives and and not done this shit, um, which is solid on its own right. I, I, I maybe if something on like uh save rock and roll or something was like this, they would like publicly say like, "Hey, we're not going to play this anymore." Uh, it's messed up. We've grown as people, even though it was like a popular song. But like for this song that isn't popular and is so old, they would just like forget it exists, kind of thing. I I didn't really formulate that thought into a coherent statement, but (laughs) hopefully you know what I'm talking about. No, I get what you're saying. Like it does make sense to just be like, like past a certain point, if you're that big and famous and you've had so many fucking songs, like it probably does make sense to be like. Yeah, that shit's old, like, let's just move on and be better. But, like, Mm -hmm. I really, really do think that it's hard to trust people who do shit like that. Like, I think it's hard to give them the benefit of the doubt when they have such heinous shit and then, like, they just try to, like... I don't want to say sweep it under the rug because that makes it sound really intentional and I don't know if that's the case, but, like, it's hard to trust someone to be responsible and own up to their shit if they don't do it. Yeah. I, I, I guess I'm torn between what you're saying being extremely right and also thinking it's possible for like you know 15 years later him to just be a better person because it seems I mean I do fine. I think that's probably true. Mhm. I think that he's probably less shitty than he used to be, but I feel like I would be so much more comfortable saying that if he had owned up to his shit. Yeah. It's like, I, you know, it looks like you're living a better life. Your songs, you know, this, this stuff doesn't happen anymore. Seems, yeah, it doesn't seem cool. like you're dating fucking teenagers anymore. Like. Yeah. Well, yeah, and yeah, that's the thing that's like, yeah, it's been 15 years. You, a lot happens in that time. But obviously, obviously, like, public accountability will always matter. And Yeah, also, like, he, at the end of the day, very much was still a man in his 20s dating a teenager. Yeah, yeah, and writing these songs about... Like, Her. yeah, about a child, yeah, so presumably, I don't know if it was all the same girl the whole time, but i I would believe it, I don't yeah, know I also would, I just, yeah, I don't know, it's just again, it makes it a harder pill to swallow, one hundred percent, like I believe that he's better, like from what I've seen, obviously, I don't know the man, but like mm-hmm. the songs are clearly very different. It seems like he's not doing fuck shit with teenagers anymore, yeah. But, yeah, without that, it does make it harder to give that benefit of the doubt. Because I feel like if you come forward and say, like, hey, this was fucked. Like, literally what I just did with Haley Williams. Like, we didn't cancel Paramore. We just said, oh, hey, that was a really, like, smart thing to do. We're all, like, more mm-hmm. grown up and know better now. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's, it, it's, that's the thing, like, with Misery Business, a lot of people are like, yeah, that song slaps. But, like, and, like, I liked it as a teenager. And I have grown up to think that what it is talking about is not cool and the people who made it also grew up and were like hey that's not cool we're not gonna we're not gonna play it anymore and everyone collectively was like that's cool like that's i just punched my microphone but like that's like (laughs) we like we can all collectively acknowledge that that's the right thing to do and and you can still like enjoy a media that is uh problematic in some way and, and interrogate what makes it problematic and then there's just the silence that comes in, in other circumstances. Like, yeah, they don't play the, the grosser stuff. As far as I know, the oldest stuff they play is just, uh, like, where is your boy tonight? And Saturday, which I don't remember hating for being gross, but like, 
I don't know. They never like publicly said, "Hey, we're not playing that old stuff because it's violent and gross." As far as I know, I don't think I don't like the. You know, do you remember uh, what Anna Kendrick tweeting like, "Holy shit!" I just remembered I was in Twilight. Mm-hmm. I think about that tweet a lot. It's a mood, honestly. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, but I, I half expect like Pete to one day tweet like, "Oh man." This song I wrote came up on Shuffle. It fucking, like, I can't believe that happened because it feels such like a different life from where I'm at now. I don't know. I, I, once, once you get to a certain point of, uh, of, of fame and success and brand, you probably can't do that, which sucks in its own right. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's weird and hard, but also I feel like people make it weirder and harder than it needs to be. Oh, 100%. Just fucking do the right thing. Yeah. I don't I don't know if there's like a uh, a lot of people who you know particularly stand this song and wish they played it. I mean I'm sure there are there's that for every follow-up boy song that doesn't get played. <laughs> or if the uh, I I would hope that the band collectively like acknowledges that this was like a a low point or that some of their more aggressive songs were low points and they don't uh go back to that, but I you, the thing is you don't know and that is a bummer. Yeah. It's just rough skis. Yeah. I'm glad that we did this, though, because that means we don't ever have to do it again. Yes, it, it checks it off of our list. Uh, and I think this is a, a, a valuable conversation that can be kind of applied to uh, their, their whole discography in a lot of ways. We, I think we refine our discussion of their past a little bit each time we dig into different, differently bad shit. I agree. Sometimes. This show is good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sometimes we have songs that are, are that are in themselves puff pieces, and we are either funny that day or not. Uh, <laughs> and then sometimes we have uh, songs that have a lot to be discussed, and then we do. Yeah. Podcasted. I don't think I have anything else to to really say on the song. I hope that the the catchy parts of it leave my brain soon. For my own sake. Yeah, I think, Joe, I think that's it. Well, when that's it, that's it. I I will probably pick a song from the aforementioned Wonder Years that uh, discusses previous work on the pairing playlist, because every, every week I put a non-Fall Out Boy song on there uh, to pair with the Fall Out Boy song of the week. Uh, but that either, either it's something by them or another similar song that, that deals with similar themes. But... Yeah, you can find a link to that in the show notes, or you can search FOB Cast on Spotify. Hey, Lynn. <laughs> yes, Joe. Ugh, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on twitter.com at CG and 8Rs, or you can go to my website, uh, uppercutcrit.com. Hell yeah. You can find myself on social media at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J. Oh, I make a couple podcasts um i i don't know what to plug i i i feel good about uh got it memorized has been doing uh final fantasy 10 we we recapped it's all been the... very good thank you i i've been very happy with those episodes they're very fun to do and uh people seem to like them a lot and i i don't plug that show as often because it's kind of already my my biggest show but uh i'll talk about it this time uh but we are as of this episode, I'll, I'll say, I think, 10 episodes into Final Fantasy X. I think that yep. we did the laughing that scene. That is accurate. Um, mm-hmm. So you can, get, you can get up to that point. 
Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying those episodes. I like are a, a real good mix of comedy and actual literary analysis of the video game Final Fantasy X. So you can go check that out. It's on the same network as this show, The Orange Groves, uh, and you can find that and all the other shows on the network at theorangegroves.com. Uh, you can support The Orange Groves on Patreon to get various things, uh, such as cut audio from episodes at the $2 level, and uh, there was quite a bit from the previous episode with Carly. Um, yeah. All fun stuff. So there's, there's I think, I think this show still has the lead in a number of cut cut audio uploads but yeah and then there's also some uh, other bonus episode stuff up at the ten dollar level i know riley's currently editing some some new champs in the making episodes so hopefully those will be up there soon i may or may not be on them i don't remember were you on the animal crossing one because that one's coming down the pipe no i was not on the animal crossing ones okay i think I, I don't know, I mean, I don't know the time frame, but I know there was one that you and I did together because we got in a fucking screaming match. <laughs> uh, I think that's the last one we recorded, so that'll be up there eventually. But yeah, great stuff over there if you support the network. Um, you can also join the Orange Coves Discord server. There's a link on the website at the bottom of the page uh, to come chat about this song or this episode or this show or other shows. Oh, we have a Twitter, SWGDPod. Yeah, sometimes go we there. Eat. Go there for most of the time we don't, but sometimes. <laughs> uh, I think I think it's reached the point where it's just whenever one of us thinks of a shit post, you can tell. Well, I guess you can't tell the listener, but I think all of Caitlin's come during recordings, and mine come throughout the week. Uh, I think if you're savvy, you can also tell which one of us is tweeting based on the tone. Yeah, I think so. I think I made one recently that I think is the closest I've come to. Uh, yeah, it, you did do a pretty Caitlyn core one recently. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I wonder if people will think that one's Caitlyn. Um, it's not as clear cut as the Got It Memorized Twitter, where it's yeah, extremely the fucking Got clear. It Memorized one is very obvious. I also thought the uppercut Twitter was really obvious, but apparently it is not. I I couldn't uh, fucking tell you from the uppercut. <laughs> I know, but some of these people alleged to be our fans. <laughs> I'm totally just joking. Uh, we should wrap the show now. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, hope this episode was valuable in some way, at the very least not too rough to uh, engage with. And... Caitlin! Yes, Joe. Gee, I wonder if this one was more than you bargained for yet. It was. I was right. <laughs> Joe was correct. I did it. It's... It's almost as if they know me. <laughs> I it's I usually I usually know the answer. That's it. Uh I think assuming nothing comes up, we'll have a guest next time uh as we stay in this era of early Fallout Boy for a little bit. I think uh I think we have a good number of guests uh on the docket for the next like uh month month and a half or so. Um and then we'll go back to the barren wasteland of just us. Uh but um <laughs> until then Goodbye. Boy.